Yeah, yes, he did. Yes, what? he did. What? He needs a Snickers bar. He's really Marsha. It's Marsha in disguise tonight. I did make my background the Brady house. There's a theme going on here. Oh, shit. So um, this is the new show. The Geek Spot News. No longer Nerd Revolution Radio at this point in time. Um, I am a Brady in heart, Matt. Always a Brady at heart. You're like the Cousin Oliver. I am not the Cousin Oliver. <laughs> I'm the guy that's sneaking in between Carol and Mike. Oh, isn't that Greg? For Mike. Well, so you're Greg. No, Greg's oh. for Carol. I'm for uh, Mike. I feel, feel like Greg, Greg batted both ways, I'm pretty sure. I'm sure on that show. Um, <laughs> oof. Um, so anyway, uh, this, is the, this is the newer version of the old show. Um, the show's constantly evolving and going through changes. And, um, oh, you're dark. Yeah. It doesn't work for you like it does for me. Like no, you're I'll fix that. completely in the dark. <laughs> um, so this is, this is the new name of the show, um, Geek Spot News. Uh, Danny is mostly busy and can't make Monday night. So we're going to kind of – Danny's going to be in when Danny's in, basically. Um, I'll probably know at the last second because, you know. Uh, while Jack's in the dark, and you're not calling me. Oh, he's going to call me Oliver forever. That's freaking awful, dude. Thanks, Jack. Thanks for that. Um, so welcome into the new show, episode number one. Uh, later on, uh, at the, closer to the midway point of the show is when we'll get into the WandaVision stuff. Um, we'll let you know, too. Oh, boy. You could say you're going through a revolution. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm just glad that Brett's going to call you cousin Oliver from now on. Oh, you're still dark. Relax there. I'm getting there that. you go. Oh, that's so much better than mine. <laughs> I look like I have this like bright, like fat. Okay. never mind. Let's just leave it. Let's just get that? The... that good. Am I good now? Everybody you're can see very me? good. I am shiny, happy people. You got to do this man. when you say that. I hate that band. So no. Oh, they're so great. They're awful. I saw them on the monster tour. You know, I, Michael Stipe used lyrics in every single concert. I know. I, I know. And, uh, I, he was I also, ahead of his time. Didn't, didn't they record a song in like the spectrum bathroom or some shit? I, I don't know. They might've. Oh, well, um, Frank looks like Santa lost weight and wanted to do a podcast. Okay. So, uh, Oh boy, that's not any better. Anyway, um, on to the new stuff, because, you know, we could sit here and riff on Frank for the next hour, and I'm sure a couple guys in the chat would love that. But uh, anyway, uh, Ghostbusters. Uh, Ivan Reitman, who has been secluded because of COVID, traveled to the Sony lot and actually previewed the movie and saw the full thing. And it made him cry. Oh. His son said. And his son said that, uh, his father said that he was proud uh, that he was his son. So I'm guessing Ivan crying at the movie means that that's, that's a good thing for us. It, I guess it's probably not the same response that he had. Well, it's probably the same response, but for a different reason than he had at the last Ghostbusters <laughs> reboot. I'm sure. So I was... feel like that movie made a lot of people cry. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Uh, we, we went into that movie a lot in the past. Um, we dug into that quite, oh, quite often. Oh, yeah. 
Um, kind of so, like so, a, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for it. So when is there? What's the release date this this year? I don't think there's a. Re, I don't think there's an actual release date yet. Okay. Um, it's one of those. I know it was last. Wait, I thought it was June this year, isn't it? Didn't they just push it out for by a year? Mm, let's see if I can do some fancy googling. Because is that a Sony property, right? Sony. It is. It is. Release date. Let's see what they say. June 11th, according to this. So, okay. a couple months away. So we'll yeah we'll see. I like. We'll the see hat, if Brett. everything gets pushed back again by then. The hat. The hat kills the glare off my head. All right. That's what. Um, Mortal Kombat is releasing on April 16th and they're bringing in a new character. And here's a, here's a little synopsis of the character named Cole Young. Oh, would have been nice for his cold trickle, but you know, yeah, I feel uh, like, I feel like this is a character from street fighter then. Isn't that, isn't it's there not, no, this, like is that? A com- this is like a completely mm. new property or a new character at all. Okay. It's, so this is MMA fighter Cole Young is accustomed to taking a beating for money and he's unaware of his heritage or why Outworld's emperor, now he's the emperor, Shang oh. Tsung has sent his best warrior, Sub-Zero, to hunt Cole down. Fearing for his family's safety, Cole goes in search of Sonya Blade at the direction of Jax, a special forces major who bears the same strange dragon marking Cole was born with. Hmm. Soon he finds himself at the temple of Lord Raiden, an elder god and the protector of Earthrealm, who grants sanctuary to those who bear the mark. Here, Cole trains with experienced warriors Liu Kang, Kung Lao, and rogue mercenary Kano, that's new, as he prepares the to stand... part? Yeah. 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 As he prepares to stand with Earth's greatest champions against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe... But will Cole be pushed hard enough to unlock his arcana, the immense power from within his soul, in time to save not only his family, but to stop Outworld once and for all? Sounds like there's actually a plot this time. But the second one had a plot. Did it? I mean, I enjoyed the old ones. I thought they were fun. I, I enjoyed the first one. Um, the was second the first one, one the one where they all, they all ended like in the pose? Yeah, but I thought the second one was a lot more fun. The second one, you got a lot more Raiden, and you were yeah. in Outworld a lot more. Yeah. Um, um, you know, before he went to Black Lightning. Right. What? Who was Raiden in the second one? The guy, um, he's on Black Lightning. It looks like my hat has a <laughs> I hate everybody. <laughs> Look, do you want me to take the hat off? Look, I'll take wow. the hat off. Here you go. Wow. There you go. Is there no cape now? How's that? Is that better? <laughs> There's no cape? I do still have a cape, though. It's the Secret Labs chair. Wow. Um, yeah, so I... I uh, yeah, I enjoyed the first two movies. It was the guy um, who played in every movie back then. Was, uh, he's the tailor on Black Lightning. You never oh, watched Black Lightning, though. No. Um, no. You can was... look him up. Some, some, somebody in the chat knows who he is. Um, <laughs> totally shouldn't have been Raiden, gotcha. by the way, like in any way, shape, or form. But well, probably... I enjoyed those old ones. I don't need a plot for this movie. I just need like a big tournament-style fight, like a blood sport. Yeah. Um, I'm not ignoring you. I'm ignoring that. While, while you look that name up, um, here's news that actually nobody saw coming, uh, but we're probably not, shouldn't be shocked at this. Young Guns 3 with Emilio Estevez has been teased by screenwriter John Fusco, who wrote the first two movies. Um, he's That's dead. Fair. <laughs> Isn't he? 
Like, well, look. I mean, I mean, he could be or he could not be. Chair, it's the chair. Um, I, I, look, they were guilty pleasures for me. I loved the Young Guns movies. They were. They were great. I, I do. I played Blaze of Glory. I, I like to flash back to that so much. It was uh, James um, James Renar or Remar. The name sounds familiar. You'd know. He was from the Warriors. He was Ajax in the Warriors. Oh. Okay. He was in the Cotton Club, 48 Hours, Sex in the City. 48 Hours Dexter. I saw. So far, 48 Hours is the only thing you've mentioned that I saw. Dexter? Yeah, 48 Hours. Tales from the Dark Side? Um, You'd know him if you saw him. He's been was in Eddie and the Cruisers in Tales from the Dark Side? Uh, he looks just like the guy from Eddie and the Cruisers, <laughs> but it's not him. <laughs> You'd yeah. know him if you saw him. You'd be like, "Oh, that guy. He's been in everything." He's I think like I know. I think I know. Two hundred things. Who um, you mean? But yeah, he shouldn't have been Raiden, but he was Raiden. But right. we're 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 past that now. I'm sorry, I was catching yeah, up. That's fine. No, we're on Young Guns now. Yeah. Which did you see the Mighty Ducks trailer? No. The the new Mighty Ducks trailer actually looks fun, and Emilio Estevez hasn't aged no. at all. No, there's something like him, Paul Rudd, and there's like one or two others. That just well, don't Charlie seem Sheen age. only aged because because of the hiv. Yeah, because he's not he's not always uh, feeling great. But and he he, uh, he he really hasn't aged much either. He stopped taking the tiger's blood, so yeah, maybe that's what gave it to him. It's probably the hookers that gave it to him. Probably yeah. the hookers and cocaine. <laughs> one, of those, one of those. One of those. One of those get you every time. Yeah. Uh, so he. Uh, yeah, but I I'm down for Young Bloods three. They so they bring back Lou Diamond Phillips. Well, the screenwriter. Uh, posted a, uh, a picture of a, like a poster looked like it was another fan fan made poster because they're awesome but it had all of the original stars and he and he hashtagged them all and um yes the gold the gilmore girls uh laura uh what the hell's her name laura lorelei no the the, the one that's in Mighty is that gossip girl that's gossip girl nope it's gilmore girls that's gilmore girls yeah lorelei yeah lauren green that it that's it, Lauren Graham. Yes. She's the coach, right? She's the, she's the new coach of the Ducks? No, she's the new mom. She's the new mom. And he's, that goes to find a coach. Right, because Ducks fly together. Well, no, the new Ducks are all bullies. They're not flying together. So she wants to fi- form a new team of all the kids that don't know how to play. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, Nicole Kidman is in Talks to Star in the Lucille Ball biopic. Okay. Uh, it's called Being the Ricardos, being written and directed by Aaron Sorkin. That'd be some interesting writing. I yeah. suppose that'll be darker than. Well, a... there's, I, I actually have a rundown of it. Uh, they're looking at Javier Bardem uh, to play Desi Arnaz. That's pretty good uh, casting. Yeah, that's what I was getting at, Brett. The, Emilio's kind of like the Hawks coach now, right? And then he has to find himself. He has to find No, he's his... the Ducks coach again. Because he's not, he's not coaching anymore. He's retired. Oh, okay. He's going to come I'm back. He in. wants him to come back. And, and the Ducks are now the Hawks. Gotcha, gotcha. And so he's got to start a new team to play with the Gotcha. So it's the, the, same, it's the same movie again, basically. Oh, 100%. Yeah, okay. yeah, but it's a series now. I'm in, though. I'm in. It's like, it's like Cobra Kai on ice. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's the Cobra Kai escapades. It'll be great. Okay, I'm in for that. <laughs> um. Yeah, Aaron Sorkin directing that. So the premise of this movie, it says, 
Being the Ricardos will not only focus on Lucy and Desi's life as a married couple, but it will, what it was like for them behind the scenes of I Love Lucy and how working together impacted their marriage. The weird part of this whole thing is the film is going to take place over one production week, starting from the Monday table read up until the Friday live performance. So during the film, the couple will endure high stake crises that could end their careers in marriage. Like that's oh. an interesting take is to just take one week out of their life to, sh- to kind of like go through the highs and lows, I guess, of. Does it say where this is? Is this going to be a movie or is this like a HBO Max? It doesn't say. It just says that it's going to be a biopic. So I'm guessing. Because I feel like Warner Brothers movie. owns Nicole Kidman. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, speaking well, of Nicole Kidman, mm-hmm. and you might have this later on in the rundown, but she's doing a bunch of stuff like that. She might be getting cast in a, uh, <laughs> in a movie as the queen. They might be making a oh, show about a spinoff, a spinoff, a spinoff of from Aquaman, Aquaman yes. with Nicole I, Kidman. Actually, I did not have that, but I did remember reading it. Um, so that that could be exciting. I mean, she looks she you, she looks great in the first part. So I'd like to see her closer to that first part than towards the end. So yeah, no, I'm I'm all for it. That'd be great. I think she's a great. I think she'll do well as Lucy. Um, I don't. I, I haven't seen her pull try and pull off comedian uh, comedic stuff. In quite a while. What about uh, Days of Thunder 2? Wow. No? I don't think she and Tom are allowed in the same room. <laughs> I don't Because then so. the aliens will come and take her away. Right. Uh, I don't know if Fulton's going to be back, but I can't imagine he's doing anything else right now. But I don't know how it'll be for uh, Javier Bardem and off and on comedic roll with it yeah I think, I think that'll be interesting they didn't they didn't say he they didn't say actually either one of them are in it um but he's kind of being eyed and she's being talked to and you know um they're just going to banter about how mike can't hit the net in hockey at the moment in the in the chat i would take uh i would take uh antonio banderas in there i think he's got the versatility to pull oh, off what about I mean, he's hot as hell. What about, I guess Pedro can't do it, right? <clears throat> no, I just saw another movie with Pedro. Speaking of that, we didn't, we didn't chit-chat because I was in the dark. Yeah, you were. Um, but uh, I just watched We Can Be Heroes this weekend. Is that the with kids Pedro. one? It is. The uh, my, my kids s- thing? My son wanted to watch it. Well, it's the sequel to Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah, that's it. Um, it was fantastic. Yeah? Super fun. It's all the all there's a there's a world with all these adult heroes, including Shark Boy and Lava Girl. They're called the heroics, like the Justice League. Right. They all get captured, and their kids are the next generation that has to come up and figure out a way to save the day. Well, that sounds kind of cool, actually. But super fun, like super fun power sets they did, like not the same old stuff. Um, and yeah, it was it, I I enjoy a sequel. Pedro Pascal got to not be Max Lord or the Mandalorian, so it was nice seeing him in a right. You know, seeing his face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and with a mustache, because no mustache, Pedro is no bueno. No, no, no good. The Maxwell Lord look is not his thing. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking something up real fast. Uh, Liam Neeson is going to retire from action movies after a couple more films sometime in 2021. Uh, he said his age is the primary reason. He's 68, right? Yeah, he's old. I mean, he's he has, he, given how many movies he puts out a year, he probably has time if he retires this year to film six more movies. Right. And how many Force Ghost 
chit chats can he have with Obi-Wan on Tatooine? You know, that's true. I mean, he just said he stopped in action movies. He didn't say he was stopping acting. No, which is fine. But I mean, he, he didn't become an action star until like, he was like 60. Right. Until his and, wife passed away. Right. And Harrison Ford is still being an action star, isn't he? Kind of. We'll see. He's going to be in Indiana Jones. Yes. Taken to yeah, we'll see if he's still an action star. Um, Gina Torres. You know who Gina Torres is? I do know Gina Torres. She's on uh, 911, uh, whatever country state she was that also is in, She was also in one of the Matrix movies? Uh, well, Firefly and Suits. and Right. Well, uh, she's talking about the Matrix movies here. And oh. um, she is confused as to how some of the dead are returning in a new sequel. So here's her quote. And, and tell me what you think of this quote. Uh, not to be bitter or anything, <laughs> but the people that are actually in the movie, I believe, died. And the people that aren't didn't die. So that's all I have to say about that. I'm so curious about what they're going to do with this and what's their jumping off point and what story they want because it just felt like they told it. Bitter? Because she wasn't asked back, maybe? She might be. I mean, she's got some reasons to be bitter right now. She just had a big spinoff from Suits. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Called Pearson. Ooh. It was her against the, the crime-ridden government of Chicago. <laughs> um, it was not, not great. I mean, it's the... the the uh, pilot was okay, but the show did not do well. No. You think, uh, you think Liam Neeson has rom-com chops? Think he could take he a has. Rom-com? Isn't he in a, one of those Love Actuallys or somethings? I don't, know. I, don't, I don't know. I only watch him when he's shooting shit. Yeah, I mean, he only had a career for like 45 years before that. Right, that nobody remembers. Because he like... and Helen Mirren dated in like the 70s. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, she was a, she was a little hottie back then. Look. And now, you know that um, off-road for a second, speaking of off-road, <laughs> do you know that Helen Mirren is actually doing her own driving stunts in the next Fast and the Furious movie? That's not a surprise. That's, yeah. That's awesome. She's insane. Though. Yeah. You know, they put her in the first, they put her in one and she was probably like, when do I get to drive? Why is my part this small? When right. do I get to drive? Absolutely. Put me in a car. Um, Hasbro is in the process of developing a TV series based on the fantasy tabletop role-playing game Dungeons and & Dragons. And they've tapped the creator and writer of the action-heavy John Wick franchise, Derek Kolstad, to write and produce the show. Uh, there is no network, no stars, no director, nothing has been announced yet, but they want to make a, a live-action series, and they're going to get this guy to write it. I think that's that's tough, man. Like, it's a great property. Obviously, yep. we both like the property. Yes. But it's the, been around the, since the joy of the property is being in it yourself. Yeah. No, Brad, I can't buy tickets because it's going to be a TV series. <laughs> but is, is getting to take part and take ownership over the characters, which right. when you just make a warrior and a magic user and a cleric and a paladin in the show, it's like, oh, I've seen this one. Yep. Basically. Unless they go like a Forgotten Realms or like a Dragonlance. Now that now see, I there's there's a Reddit there's actually a Reddit page that goes through Dragonlance casting constantly, and we're go, we're gonna go total nerd for a second, like total total nerd. <laughs> they have a whole thing on, and they constantly update it on who they think should cast in it. That was one of my first fantasy series that I read. Um, actually, I'm sorry. Um, the uh, shit. It was. 
Uh, what was there the you other go. Big Show is a rogue. That'd be great. Uh, yeah, I'm in it. Um, hold on. It was the... The Sturm on Dragon? Is that who you're talking about? No, no, not no, not me. Um, it was the Harper Hall trilogy by Anne McCafferty that I, it was the first one that I read. Oh, so she's was, the one that did the. Um, I actually have one of her books right over there on my shelf. I think. Yeah, she did a uh, Perth or per, uh, Perth somewhere. Yeah. Perth, right? The, yeah. Yep, that's the same planet. That's the Dragonlance. Yeah. No, 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 no. The, the, I said the first series I read was the Harper Hall trilogy oh, that Anne gotcha. McCafferty wrote. Dragonlance was one of the, there was the first drag, Dungeons and Dragons books that I read. Like the gotcha. Dragonlance series. Yeah, I back in the, that. Back in the late 80s, early 90s, DC actually did a run where they did a Dragonlance series in the comics oh. and a Forgotten Realm series and a regular D&D series. They were fantastic. Right. Like super well, they got kind of after like their initial campaign yeah. They got kind of out there. But like that I'd be into. Oh, I would totally. Yeah, I don't want it generic. So hopefully they pull from that. Yeah, I don't want to see it generic. I want to see it, you know, not like that wonderful movie. Actually, the movie wasn't that bad. And it wasn't good, but it wasn't that bad. Was it? No, but but I mean, it's it's was they're it? capitalizing on The Witcher. Wasn't you know, Jeremy right Irons the bad guy in that? Jeremy Irons wasn't there and um, Marlon, um, the chick Marlon. from American Beauty. One of the Wayans. Was the rogue. I think there was. I think it was Sean was in that, right? Yeah, he was, was a Marlon. Marlon. No, it was Marlon. Marlon. Um, apparently, so in this in this little snippet, um, sales have risen twenty percent from twenty nineteen to twenty twenty on Dungeons and Dragons stuff. It's not a surprise. Well, everybody's home, so what else are they going to do? Uh, and Stranger Things. Yes, stra- So it says popular shows like Stranger Things and the success of live stream series like Critical Role. Mm-hmm. Uh, general awareness of an interest in the classic game is rising. So that's neat. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Does, does a show um, the chick from um, daredevil and true blood. She has a dungeon Packman? dragon show. Hmm? Anna, no, Anna Packman? no, mm. she was not in daredevil. Daredevil. The oh, Oh, the, the red hair. Yeah. Uh, I, I know who you mean. She's- she did. Uh, she does a show where she live streams Dungeons and dragons. Oh, um, well, and I've heard that. critical roles, a bunch of voice actors. Um, that's supposed to be really good. Um, I, I heard about that show. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but yeah. Um, the Battlestar Galactica reboot is really going forward, and they're talking about having an unusual release schedule. Did you I'm stoked that? for this. I'm excited for. I, I want to see where they're gonna, how they're gonna do it, and it, are they gonna rehash the same plot, or are they gonna put it in a different part of that universe and tell a different story, leading to the same conclusion. Yeah, I think they're going to – he doesn't want to touch what's been told from what I, I've read. Okay. So it's going to be in a different – different. I mean, look, it's a big universe, right? Yep, supposedly. Like you can, you can tell stories. There, there's other, you know, people besides just that yeah. ship because they brought that in. What was the one, the one uh, spinoff they did? Capricorn? Caprica. 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 Yeah. And that, well, but that they was did pre- another one, right? No, they, no, only did, they did no, Caprica they did was the, like a season movie. and a half. Oh, Razor. Right. So, I mean, but you that, could do something like that and have right. another ship on a right. similar journey. You know what I mean? Razor was the Battlestar Pegasus and Caprica was before the TV That's show. Caprica is the planet. Yeah. Caprica was the prequel of how the, basically them making the Cylons. Um, so the idea that uh, the, Mike Leslie is the showrunner and uh, show running and came up with the pilot uh, the idea he had was, he said, we may dump three episodes in a row because it's a three episode long battle sequence that needs to be dropped 
in a row, even though there are three signifying chapters. Maybe each chapter is switching a point of view in that battle sequence. There may be a 20-minute episode that's the backstory of one of the characters that gets dropped right after that. So they're not going to... They're not going to release like WandaVision and, and Marvel shows or, and Star Wars are doing one a week and then shows like The Boys and Cobra Kai are dropping you all in your lap. No, but Boys was, depends on the, the season. No, the, the Boys? Boys dropped three and right. then it was weekly. Right. Uh, no, maybe not this season. Last season. No, it was. They did weekly this year. Okay. Um, I mean, it depends on, depends on the series. Um, I mean, when, when we get to WandaVision, we'll talk about, I think, the, the importance of releasing your streaming service shows in a way that tells the story right. Okay. Um, because, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. I, have, I have thoughts on WandaVision. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I have some, but um, I have a tiny small bit of DC news. Uh, the only thing I have for DC news is that Justice League is now confirmed by Zack Snyder to not be a four-part miniseries. It's not going to be four one-hour episodes. It's going to be one four-hour movie. That just makes sense from an editing standpoint, right? I guess I personally, I would rather have seen him do break it up into two two-hour movies. That would make a little bit more sense. But then you have to create an ending, uh, right? So you have to have like a natural story flow for two hours right? and come to a conclusion there to have that make sense for the viewer. You can't tell half a story and then the other half of the story. That's just not how TV and snip, like that's not how those, those things work. So he just said, screw you. I just want to tell my whole, I want to tell it this way. I don't want to piece it out and have to make up a cliffhanger here and a cliffhanger there. Right. Um, yeah. I, I didn't even have the, the, the Nicole Kidman stuff. So I have like nothing else. Hi Courtney. How you doing? Thanks for well, I mean, there's in. other big news we'll talk about at some point. Batwoman premiered last night. Okay. I was going to lead off with Batwoman. I was. I was going to start <laughs> the show off with Batwoman. I'll jump into it now and tell you. Spoilers. I didn't, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it, but at the same time, I missed the last maybe four or five episodes last season. Look, yeah. if you haven't watched Batwoman, um, this is a complete spoiler thing. I didn't realize the dumb plot centered around a piece of kryptonite is the only thing that can penetrate the bat suit. Are you kidding oh, yeah. me with that shit? Yeah, and it happens to be they got the kryptonite from during crisis. Oh god. And that that uh so and Alice <laughs> changed Tommy's face. Yeah, that I saw. To look like Bruce Wayne. We did that last season. That I saw. I mean, I... that that entire story already wrapped up. Yeah, um Lucius Fox is an idiot. Or wait, yes. is it Lucius? It is Lucius. Right? Luke. Luke Fox Luke. is an idiot. How does your how do the hairs on the back of your neck not stand up when he doesn't open up the thing himself? When he stops and stares at the pearls and he doesn't open it up himself? How the hell does he not figure it out right then and there? Right. And Come we on. also get get you know the this this fake Bruce Wayne realizes there's a Batmobile hiding in the Batcave. Right. I like the Batmobile. I like that the Batmobile. Cool. Yes, it, it is. It got beaten a little easy. Hopefully they well, well you know why because. Ryan doesn't ride a motorcycle. Right. So they needed a car for it. Right. And that's fine. I'm cool with that. And I, I actually am going to go on the hunt for that model van because that van outran the Batmobile. And right. I think I need that in my repertoire. Well, so, so for, for people that didn't watch Batwoman, so uh, <laughs> Ruby Rose left the show. Yes. We saw her off this season with our new, our new lead, Ryan Wilder. 
who lives in a van down by the river. She really does live in a van down by the river. This isn't any, I really, I'm mad I didn't get to throw that line out there, but. I've, I've been saving it since last night. <laughs> um, and she has a, a rough past, but happens to be um, particularly proficient in Muay Thai and martial arts, but is unemployed and doesn't have a job and has been through the prison system and had parents that died because it's required. Right. And Batman Gotham story arcs that your parents died tragically. And then she, her adoptive mother was killed. Yep. And she was blamed for it and went to prison. Yep. And it just happens because I guess she's only aged three or four years. Yep. Is what it seems like from mm -hmm. then. Because Alice's gang is the one that killed her parent, her yep. foster mother. Look. And she wants to go after Alice. And luckily, a plane crashed. Kate Kane's plane. With the bats who just hanging out. Right. Because right. I feel like it would make sense for these superheroes with millions of dollars to fly commercial right. with their special equipment and no, suits. No, no, no. It was a private plane. Nope. It, yeah, it was. It was the Wayne. Nope. Pri yeah, it was. Nope. It was the Wayne private plane. It was not. It was. He said so. Fox no, said so. No, because she was delayed on right. the commercial flight. Right. So she chartered a plane. It was a small plane that crashed. It wasn't a big plane. It didn't look like a big plane. No, it was just, yeah, it was a small. Look, I can't, I can't watch the whole season, okay? <laughs> and now that there's no crossover, there's just no point. No, they didn't ask that. There's more DC news, right? They canceled the crossover? There is. They canceled the crossover because of the vid. In about a month, we get the uh, two-hour premiere of Superman and Lois. That I'll watch the first one also. Yeah. I'll watch Batwoman next week. I mean, we tied up most of a season of plot lines because conveniently in this one, either Kate or Alice also tells everybody that Kate Kane was Batwoman. Yep. Yep. By the end of the episode. So everybody knows. So now there's a new Batwoman. So, oh my God, who's this going to be? And let's bring her into the circle. Cause she's scrappy. Yep. And fits all the criteria of Kate Kane, where she's also a lesbian. Uh, yep. And, um, has a troubled past and doesn't like authority and wants to kill Alice. So she's really just the same character. Right. Not good. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see how... But I'll happily we'll, give you a two-minute review every week of how amazing I the show is. probably am not going to watch it every week. I'll just read the cliff notes. Yeah. I don't think I can. I don't think I can. I mean, maybe next week I'll give it one more. Well, just wait, because ne next she's going to be in a love triangle with Mary and uh, the other chick. Julia? No. Pennyworth? Not, not Pennyworth, the other one. Kate Mary? Sex. Mary? No, Kate's oh, ex. oh, I, th I thought that would. Oh, wait, Mary. Oh, I can't keep track. Of Mary's that. the sister who yeah. all of a sudden runs the entire operation. She does. I hate her. <laughs> I really don't like her at all. I just, I don't like the character. She's so really everybody we're saying you should really hate watch Batwoman with us. Yes. And we can all talk yes. about it. Yes, please. It's, if it's, enough people want to hate watch it with us, we are more than happy to we, have we the conversation and bring we, you in on it. Like we did most of last year. Yeah, we totally will. Two years ago now. Oh God. Uh, yeah, yeah, on that other show. Um, <laughs> so into the Marvel Universe, before, again, we're not at WandaVision just yet. We're getting there, we're getting there. Uh, Anthony Mackie had a meeting with the heads of Marvel, and he knows everything that's happening in Phase 4. They told him everything. Tom Holland reportedly was nowhere near the, the state when this happened. Um, oh, I don't know if I, I feel good about Anthony Mackie knowing. <laughs> Anthony Mackie says, this phase is very different than the first phase. 
There are a lot of interesting characters that they're bringing to life and a lot of different things that will be happening that people won't expect. I'm excited to see the audience's reactions to everything. So he knows everything that's going to happen in phase four. How soon before he screws this up? <laughs> what are the odds they really told him everything for phase four, though? Uh, I don't know. I don't or did know. they tell him the entire wrong plot for phase four? Right. That could be funny. Um, Matt Damon has reportedly arrived in Australia to quarantine to film Thor 4. He does not have a known title at this time or role. But he is reportedly quarantining with Chris Hemsworth or around Chris Hemsworth. Well, so we had him. He was in Ragnarok. He was. He was fake Loki. He could be Balder. Would be great. He could. They introduced him as that character. I talked about a couple weeks ago. Him and him, be and, great. him and Christian Bale have good chemistry. I, I finally got to finish Ford vs. Ferrari. Great movie. Uh, it's really fantastic movie. movie. Um, so I, I, that's interesting. Um, I mean, I don't, there's not too many people left for Marvel to hire into one of their movies. No, which is going to be interesting because they have a lot of movies to cast now between yep. the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. It's a lot of characters. Yep. Uh, Ethan Hawke has been cast as the main villain in Moon Knight with no yeah. known role yet. Hopefully he kills Oscar Isaac in episode one for you. God, I hope so. <laughs> or maybe he just replaces him. <laughs> the or maybe they split it. Cause I mean, Moon Knight's a multiple personality, right? Split personalities. Right. right. So maybe that's how we do it. And, and we get one more person and the three of them split the lead role. Mm. That'd be great. Um, there was a report that came out that Chris Evans was coming back as Captain America. Then Chris yeah. Evans tweeted out a shrug and news, news to, to me. me. Yeah. Um, if he comes back, I don't see him coming back as a current Captain America. I see him maybe filling in older movies, filling in roles and maybe like, like, uh, like the way Robert Downey Jr. did where he'll pop up here or like the way he was in Spider-Man. He kind of just, yeah. For a little. Well, but, but who knows? I mean, we're, we're, we don't know when any of these movies are set. True. But you like the Eternals that. is going to span thousands of years. So, right. So he could pop up in that as right. old cat, like older, could, not, not obviously current. he could pop up in the multiverse. Correct. He could. As um, the human torch. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Wouldn't yeah. It? That'd be some inception level. You shit pop there, in right? on that, that fantastic four and you see all the different fantastic fours. So we're bringing Jessica Alba back. So you have, uh, yeah. Why wouldn't you? I'm okay with it. So you have Michael B. Jordan and Chris Evans. Yep. Yep. Run into each other. Yep. Michael yeah, Chiklis and that other scrawny kid. Um, uh, the, the one that married Jamie. Kate Mara. Jamie he, something. He married Kate Mara. Did he? Yeah, he did. They had a baby. Oh, I hate him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that I makes me her. sad. Yeah, I liked her. Hmm. Um. So Wandavision. Um, if you haven't seen WandaVision yet, uh, I would dip out for probably the next 20 minutes or so. We're, we're going we're gonna to bat the ball back and forth on this one. Um, I'll give you 10 seconds to dip out, come back You should change, you change your background back to the last one for the, you know the WandaVision talk. I actually was going to do that and forgot to do it. So here, here is my WandaVision background. Uh, no, that's the couch. We don't want the couch on here right now. That's a throne. There we go. All right. There you go. 
So this is my WandaVision background. This is actually the Bewitched background. Um, since they actually mirrored that show. What do you think, Frank? I, I was going to ask you that. I really enjoyed it. I got what they're going for. Now, I didn't read the comics, and I know you probably did, right? This isn't based on anything specifically. No, but you know more of the comic background for some of the stuff than I do. Yeah, I mean, I know the, char the characters well. Right. Um, I thought that they really nailed what they were going for. Um, they were definitely going for the, that old 50s and 60s sitcom -y thing. Matter of fact, uh, director Matt Shackman sat down with Dick Van Dyke and got advice on how to get the tone set right for the first few episodes. Um. And they shot the first couple in front of a live audience. Mm -hmm. Like the, I think so the that's first not two, right? Two or three, maybe. So that's not canned laughter that you're getting. That's like real laughter from a real audience. Um, right. With the signs that say, hey, laugh now. Yeah. Right. The big light up signs. Um, I, I, I thought it was, f I, I said amazing in a Facebook post. And a lot of the people that replied back, didn't see it the same way, didn't like it as much. They're not, um, they're not on board for it yet. Did you, what did you think of it? So I watched with my wife. Right. Um, she's seen all the movies, mm -hmm. but she doesn't have blind faith that Marvel's going to get there. Gotcha. Right. As, as I think, I, I feel like this was Marvel going, look, we can do whatever we want and you're going to watch. Yeah. You're going to give us as much rope as we want to take. Right. Yep. And you're going to trust us to get there. And I, I don't, I don't know that that's as true as they think it is. Um, so, I mean, we, we watched the first two episodes the whole entire time. She was like, I don't understand what's going on. Why am I watching a 50 sitcom for an hour? See, I, was like, I that's fair. Yeah. I got, I had a couple of people tell me that they hated Catherine Hahn. Uh, like hated her i thought she was I, one of the best pieces of it she, she perfect. was perfect to the role that she was supposed to play yes and i think her role will change as the wacky neighbor role changed over the course of 60 yeah. years of, of tv yep yep um now by that same token i thought that it was great to see the actors get to stretch out into these different you know things that we've seen them for yep but i also if it wasn't Marvel, I would not keep watching the show. No, I wouldn't either. I, I definitely wouldn't. Only because um, I'm, I'm curious to see where it hits as we go further. Um, but this it, smacks to me of like, if I watch this on a network, right? Yeah. I would stop because I knew it. I know it wouldn't get finished the season. Yeah. Like <laughs> Batwoman? No. Like all of the other shows that, that like NBC's picks. Like they have another one coming out this year. The deliverance or something more comets falling from the sky. I'm like, that right. looks great, but it's going to get canceled before they ever get to the point. Right. Right. Um, and that's what this show feels like to me. Like huge mystery. I know we'll get there. Yep. But, but are you going to get the time? And it's so, and with the, the episode discussion from earlier, right from where Battlestar Galactus dropping these three. So to critics, they dropped the first three. Oh, okay. Vision. Right. Because apparently that's when things start moving is the third. Right. So why, if they do that for critics, why wouldn't you do that for the viewer? Well, yeah, that's, that was something I was thinking of is, is this type of a show, because there's such a mystery to it, they're, they're trying to spoon feed it to you and they want you to keep 
obviously they want you to keep logging into their app. They want you to keep watching right. on their thing. But wouldn't this particular show, the way it is, be better maybe drop half of it at once? Right. Give me that journey all at once. Right. Like, don't make me wait, wait another week to watch another non-plot-moving sitcom. Right. Because apparently they're going to they're gonna, – the episodes are going to get longer as they go a little bit. It's supposed to end in, like, an all-out action movie. Apparently. Right. So I pulled up. I pulled up a thing about the Easter eggs because obviously I was, I was looking for everything um, that I could. And I'll, I'll run through um, some of the ones that this, that this site found. And you can tell me if, if I'm missing anything off the top here, but I got the, I got the, the indestructible head. I got that right away right. Where, where, you know, she hits him with the plate and he said, he, you know, indestructible head and in, in end game, he, his head or uh, infinity where his head got ripped apart. Um, that was cute. Uh, the toaster, obviously the Stark toaster. With right. The, with the repulsor sound. Now, go ahead. No, no, no. You had a thought. No, no, no I'm, I'm going to let you finish oh. your, your thing on the toaster. Um, some of the thoughts were that some of these things were memories that were, that were like bad memories to her. Like right. So Stark. Yeah, both commercials, right? Correct. So your first commercial is reminiscent of the toaster rep, uh, represents the bomb that right. they sat there, pinned down her and her brother, not moving. And all they saw was the word Stark. Yep. Waiting for it to explode. Yep. And do you, did you notice how long it took and they looked oddly at each other? Yeah. It took a while. Like, right. But the, the two people there were like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Is it going to go? Yep. And, and it, that same trepidation, right? And it looked like a face. The toaster looked like a face. Like, I'll have to watch that part again. I didn't see that. Is it, it supposed to be Ultron? I don't know. It's got two eyes, and then the, the button that you push down is down here where the mouth would be. Mm. Um, uh, at the end of the first episode, you see the sword logo. Right. Which, you know, we figured that too. Um, I didn't catch if any of the names were maybe sword agents. No, but, none of the names really mean anything except for one of them is from Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Abe, but, Abe something. Abe Froman? No. No. The Sausage King of Chicago? No. 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 It's similar. It's a similar name. I looked at that and was like, is that the Sausage King of Chicago? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, a funny thing I saw posted in the podcast group, like I'm in like two or three Facebook podcast groups. They had a, they used a roadcaster. They had a roadcaster on the desk. That's what that little, that little device was right to the right of the TV. I want one of them, but they're like 600 bucks. Um, in episode two, you see the uh, Iron Man colored helicopter in color. Right. It was the first thing that she saw, right? Yep. Which is weird. In the bushes with the sword logo on it. Right. But it's also red and yellow, Iron Man colors. Right. Um, towards the end of episode two, the logo appears of the man who appeared climbing out of a maintenance hole was not sword. It was sword. Was it? Are you sure? The logo on the back of his. Okay. His uniform was, was sword. Right. And in, in this, in, in Marvel, sword stands for sentient world observation and response department. It's the space version of shield. Correct. That's all. But, but wasn't it something else in the comics? Sword meant the S was another word in the comics, wasn't it? Or was I don't it know. Sentient? Yeah. It's, it's the space. I mean, do you know what shield stood for? Just strategic homeland intervention and uh, espionage. 
logistics division. Division. Yeah. So you knew sword, but I mean, you might have it in front of you. It's my guess. What the century? Oh yeah, yes, that's completely <laughs> right in front of me. There's no way I knew that uh, they, off the top uh, of my head. Yeah, that was a later, later right. creation. But that's also the same thing that they teased at the end of uh, Far From Home with Samuel Jackson. Yes. And Captain Marvel is closely tied to S.W.O.R.D. Right. And Geraldine in WandaVision is actually Monica Rambeau. Correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Is, yeah. And, and it seems like she, and she has ties to S.W.O.R.D. I mean, that character, and I, it, just in the chat real quick, Jay... Joseph, thanks, man. Enjoyed the show. He hopes the next episode dials up the action now. I 100% agree on that. Who's Pennywise? <laughs> and, and Matt thought it was Pennywise. Thanks, man. <laughs> Climbing out of the sewer. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, but so Monica Rambeau, so Cap- the character of Captain Marvel, she was Captain Marvel in the 80s. Right. Um, and her powers were different. She was like able to travel at the speed of light. It was her. She was super fast and could fly. Mm-hmm. Um, and had like light where she could shoot light. Um, she actually led the Avengers for a while. Okay. In the 80s. It was a great character and they redid her as Photon when Carol Danvers came back because Carol Danvers in the comics was out in outer space as a character called Binary for a while after Rogue took her powers. Gotcha. And then they reinvented all that um, and I forget what um, Monica Rambeau's name is now in the comics but it's not Captain Marvel or Photon. Um, mm. But yeah, so she has a long history. And like I said, at, at one point she led the Avengers for three or four years. It didn't everybody lead the Avengers at some point? Uh, I mean, Dr. Druid led after her. So, yeah. Um, so during the opening of the second episode, uh, the one that resembles the opening from Bewitched, right as Vision is phasing through the floor, we see the helmet of an iconic, or an iconic Marvel villain, the Grim Reaper. Mm-hmm. I missed these things because they were pretty fast. Uh, the Grim Reaper again appears this time alongside some of the children on Agnes's brooch. Uh, this is a reference to Wanda and Vision's children from the comics. Right. So, yeah, there was a stretch in the West Coast Avengers back the same, same era in the late 80s. Right. Um, luckily, all these people that make these shows are about my age, so they all read the same comics back in the 80s that I did. Perfect. So every movie that we've had for the last 10 years is stories from... Right the late eighties, mid nineties in comics for the most part. Um, and yeah, they had, they had kids, but the kids were actually a sliver. Um, they're the devil character in Marvel comics is called Mephisto. Right. That's heavily being teased. Yeah. And the kids were shards of Mephisto's soul that Wanda grabbed onto and created beings out of. So the Grim Reaper is Wonder Man's brother with who Wanda was romantically involved before Vision was created. Um, and Wonder Man has been teased in the MCU. Yep. Uh, Wonder Man is, uh, was Nathan Fillion in a, in a commercial at the end of Guardians 1. Really? Yes. They had a movie poster for Wonder Man. Oh. Simon, um, I forget what his last name is in it. But in the comic books, he was like an Omega-powered guy who... Mm-hmm. Uh, super strong, could fly fast, all those things. And he died, and his brain pattern is what Vision was built off of. Okay. It was a combination of him with the body of the original Human Torch from the 1940s, which was an android. And that's who Vision was created off of. And Grim Reaper was his brother. So 
this is this is one of those this is what what is monica rambo doing there because you remember when they actually <clears throat> introduced her she was hesitant on giving her name and she had no idea what she was doing there right she said her name was geraldine right and she said, I don't know why I'm here, <clears throat> which we've seen in previews. Yep. She's going to continue to say, right? Like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Right. Um, is Agnes actually Agatha Harkness? I'm pretty sure. I mean, that's been teased enough. And in the preview for, or the credits for uh, episode two, in the background, you got uh, Bova Milk. Yep. Bova Milk. I saw which that. Bova in the comics was the... Um, like a cow creature that actually raised Wanda and Pietro after Magneto and his Magneto abandoned them and their mother died. They were raised by a cow, by a cow, and just, <laughs> yeah, all all the characters in that where they were raised were all like animal based. So there was lions and all that stuff, but it was a cow that raised them. That was Bova, and then next to that in the credits was um posters for aggies or auntie a's right something and that was the agatha darkness rest uh, reference um, we had the strucker watch baron von strucker who basically created them in the marvel universe right he awakened their powers he, i think he, is the way they're going with okay because uh, they had tried on many many people and those two were the ones that survived the process right so do we do we do you think we'll see uh pietro i mean if she's creating a world which it seems like that's what she's doing right she's that's creating the way an I, idyllic world that's the I way don't know i why we it. wouldn't have already had him right um wanda's pregnant at the end of episode two yeah moving right along with her yeah uh yeah they they really just went boop there you go you're pregnant um uh let's see and now later actually, on they had her have two other kids in the comics but i i haven't gotten there in my my catching up with marvel and still catching up with all my dc stuff that i missed out on for 25 years <laughs> so um, and in, hers kids joined the young avengers in one of the previews uh well in the trailer they showed her and vision in color with kids so right with two babies um I, I'm sure, I, I think there's a whole bunch of other stuff that, that definitely got missed. Um, I like to do that uh, biggest questions thing at the yeah. end. Um, who's in control of Westview? Now, is it like a Truman Show kind of a thing, do you think? Like, is, is, she, is she being held somewhere and this is what she's created? Or is she just somewhere and this is what she's created? My original thought before the show came out and at the you know when they first announced all this was that her grief over vision was so much that she creates this reality and that's why dr strange has to get involved because she's screwing up our reality basically maybe but then then who's watching her right on a tv screen right well, that's now, the weird part right right that that's the only thing that doesn't make sense is is how are they watching her is this a controlled environment? Because when the beekeeper guy came up, she reversed them out of there. Like she just, she, she said no and rewound. Right. Which is why I think it's all in her head. And uh, there was another thing um, that she basically tried to kill visions boss in the first episode when he was choking. 
and nobody moved to help him until she said vision help him like the wife was stuck she didn't she wasn't able to move so all she could do is yell Who's at she, him deborah joe rupp is fantastic by the oh, way i love her did she i she has see, an age today did i see bob newhart at the beginning of this episode i don't think out? so i swear to god Maybe. i thought i saw bob newhart walking out of the office like as a quick like blink and you'll miss it she probably is a schizophrenic at this point but the grief from the loss of her brother her lover uh everything that's happened to her because if you remember back in endgame she would have killed thanos right then and there if it wasn't oh, yeah. for those missiles yeah i feel like we're in a um wizard of oz scenario right where she's she's in some kind of either uh coma or some kind of dreamlike state and they're they're monitoring her brain and just turning into the pictures right so they can see her um but i feel like the people that are around her is what she's taking because we don't know what happened to monica since captain marvel we don't know what if she's right. a scientist if she's uh just a government agent like what what's her what's her story since then right odds are she went up through the military because her mom is diehard military right so right. that's that's a good chance um and all these people are coming in and out of the room where wanda's being kept and she's just putting them in because the one um the head of the uh neighborhood group she is uh from what buffy right uh or yes. angel or something yeah yeah she was from buffy yeah so but and yeah to like matt matt was saying about the schizophrenic piece like if if she is what happens when you it's it's very legion-esque i know you didn't watch legion add that to your list yes um but what what happens when you when when basically gods of of with superpowers have mental issues right like what what does that do to the rest of us yeah um how is vision alive in this is this now one thing we don't know is how strong wanda actually really is in terms of the mcu so is this all in her mind or did she somehow actually resurrect him she had the power to destroy the stone she had the power to actually bring him back from the dead in some kind of weird way well honestly i mean we don't know we know that he he had the stone ripped out and was just you know on the ground there but like we don't know how much sure he actually did and then sure he was gone for five years right like everybody that could have done anything was gone yep and it's it's i mean other than the experiences he had with wanda then which you would think uploaded somewhere yeah he was just a combination of jarvis and tony stark's kind of brain pattern so you would think there's a backup somewhere and there was one other one that she said it was like oh it's ultron so it's jarvis ultron tony and bruce all wrapped up as as one person yeah um so you would think there's probably there's got to be some kind of backup that was somewhere Uh, but i mean paul bettany's fantastic yeah acting wise it's been it's been a home run the whole time um and the last the last one that actually off of this little thing is where and who is agnes's husband ralph oh i think that's just the uh just a guy no i think that's just the sitcom trope of Uh, gotcha gotcha right that that's just that was always the nosy neighbor that you never saw the husband yep because she was gal pals yeah 
with Donna Reed or Lucy, you know, you saw, um, was it Stan, Stan Nethel, right? Stan. Stan. Yep. You saw Stan, somebody saw Ethel a whole lot more and she'd bitch about Stan and then you finally meet Stan. <laughs> um, the only other thing I have aside from that, I mean, I, again, I'm excited for it. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to seeing how they build it. Um, I think, I think it's a, I think it's going to be a good stepping off point once they get to the meat of it. it it's, you definitely have to stick with it until I, I would say at least three or four episodes. I, I feel like it's going to be a great binge show once yeah. it's all out. Yeah, me too. It'll, but it, I it'll make don't sense. know if it's designed for, for right. this kind of consumption. Right. Because like I said, it's for, for the, the faithful to Marvel. Sure. But there's a lot of people that have seen all the Marvel movies that aren't Marvel. Yeah. Diehards. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, uh-huh. like my wife's seen all the movies, but she watched this. She's like, I don't think I like this. I'm like, well, <laughs> it's not great. I'll give it to you. But it, aesthetically, we'll, we'll it was see what great. happens. Aesthetically, Look, it, it, it hit all the points it was trying to hit. But sure, we don't watch Nick at night. I watched it when I was a kid because I got six right. channels. Right. You know. Um. So the only other the only other thing I really have is. A little list of all the movies and TV shows coming to Amazon in 2021. If you want to do that, or it's up to you. We can do some. I mean, that's that's yeah. a it's a substantial list, I would think. Nah, it's not as big as you think, and probably some oh. of this I can just blow right through. Uh, Back to the Rafters. I don't know what that is. Uh, picks up on the events of Packed to the Rafters, an Australian TV series that aired from 08 to 13. Uh, sounds fun. Bingo uh, will be part of the Welcome to the Blumhouse collection. Okay. Not sure what that is. Black as Night also is the same thing. Um, not sure what that is either. Well, I mean, I, I dig Blumhouse. <clears throat> yeah. Black as Night centers on a teenage girl who spends a summer battling vampires in New Orleans. Uh, Abby Gale, Keith David, Fabrizio Guido. Um, and it was written by one of the guys that was involved with Shameless. So, I mean, that's something, okay. right? Uh, Invincible uh, is a cartoon. So, Invincible is Robert Kirkman's other big property that he's written for the last, like, 20 years. Yep. Besides Walking Dead. It's yep. animated. Yep. Uh, it's got J- a big chunk of the Walking Dead voice cast. Uh, J.K. Simmons, Mark Hamill, Seth Rogen, Jillian Jacobs, John Hamm, uh, Marashala Ali... Zazie, yep, him too. Zazie Beats, Sandra yeah. O, Zachary Quino, and Jason Manzukis. Oh, I got that one. Wow, look at you. Yeah. That's a that's a I mean, an impressive that's a great cast. They'd be they'd be even better if they were all in person. But right. I mean, I'll take the uh, uh, you know, see what happens with the animated version. Lewis Wayne, uh, an artist who began drawing anthropomorphized cats during the late 18th century. Okay. Uh, it's uh, Benedict Cumberbatch with Claire Foy. Does not sound like something I'm going to watch. Uh, no, I need I need Cumberbatch to go back and just do more Sherlock and. Yeah, uh, Madre is another Welcome to the Blumhouse release. Takes Sounds place like in the a 70s. Welcome to the Bloodhouse. Yep, takes place in the 70s. Follows a Mexican American couple who moves to California farming community. Uh, stars, I'm not sure. Horror ensues. Got it. Yeah, One Night in <laughs> Miami. That's that's out. That's now, out. I think. Yeah. I actually kind of want to see that. It's supposed to be great. Yeah, I'm, um, a, I'm a fan of the cast. Uh, Narcos versus Zombies. 
that really is what the, what it's called. It's a Mexican horror series, Narcos versus Zombies, stars Sergio Perez Mancheta. He was in Not Rainbow Pedro Last Pascal Blood. Nope. As drug nope. trafficker Alonso Maroquin, who discovers the U.S. soldiers have transformed into zombies after a test experiment gone wrong. That's actually He's done a few movie. zombie things. There's the one that I, I kept meaning to watch with um, yeah. Lupita Nyong'o that I yep. didn't watch. It's like Camp Happy or something like that. Yeah, can't can't do it. Can't do <laughs> zombies. Uh, Run, sweetheart, run. Stars Ella Balinksha, Balinksha as okay. a single mother who experiences a blind date going horribly wrong. Um, Game of Thrones actor Pilo Azbek as the central villain from Game of Thrones. Um, he was the uh, the bad Greyjoy. Um, uh, uh, Euron. Euron. Yeah. Um, also, also with uh, Clark Gregg, uh, Amal Amin, and Deo. God, I cannot pronounce any of these names. I might, I might go for that. I mean, I like Clark Gregg. I'll give yeah. him a shot. Yeah. Uh, Tell Me Your Secrets uh, follows three main characters with troubled pasts. Lily Rabe, um, Hamish Linkletter and Enrique Murciano. Um, that doesn't look fun. Lord, Do any of the things coming out have names you can pronounce. No. We can skip to those. How about any Lord of, of the Rings? Oh, this is going to go poorly. I'm not pronouncing any of the names. <laughs> Google Lord of the Rings Amazon Prime 2021. How's that? This this sequel this prequel takes place thousands of years before the movies. How's that? Right. This is this is the beginning of if so, you ever read the books. Right. The beginning of the Lord of the Rings, the entire first part, which is why I never made it through the book, <laughs> is like the Bible with the so and so begat, so and so yes. begat, so and so. So we're at one of those so and so's. This is all the so and yes, this is part of the so and so. Which the, I never read the books, but I did write a term paper on them in high school. Oh. Interesting. On the parallels between uh Frodo's journey and Jesus's journey in the Bible. Oh. Because oh, Tolkien's well, actually like a devout, devout Christian. Oh. And that, wrote a lot of biblical symbolic symbolism into his books. That would explain a lot then. Yeah. Uh, the Mad Woman's Ball. No. That, yeah. No. Is that dirtier than it sounds? Or is no. It, no. No. That's, it's a thriller. A it's a French movie for Amazon Prime. Uh, the Manor is another welcome to Blumhouse. Uh, follows a woman who moves into a nursing home and believes that a supernatural force looms within the building. Barbara I feel like Hershey. your list is missing stuff, though, because we don't have Coming to America. Not yet. Barbara Hershey, uh, Bruce Davison, Stacey Travis, uh, all names I can pronounce. This is just Amazon. This isn't I know. all of. Uh, the Map of Tiny Perfect Things. Wait, so where are we at? Are we still in January? Uh, no, it's just this is just <laughs> all of 2021. <laughs> the Underground Railroad. I'm skipping through these fast. The Voyeurs. Um, oh, the voyage follows a couple who move into their dream apartment and find trouble upon trying to befriend their attractive neighbors. Hmm. Mm, sounds like it's going to be disappointing. Uh, Without Remorse is a Michael B. Jordan. Oh, wait. I didn't know that's what this was. <gasps> okay, now I'm excited. Uh, Without Remorse stars Michael B. Jordan as John Clark. This is a Tom Clancy thing. John Clark is was involved with Jack Ryan a lot. Okay. For Michael B. Jordan to be playing this is a definite twist on the character because he was older in the Clancy novels. He's a Vietnam War vet. 
um, great, great series. Like great so do you books. Think, are we getting? Do you think we're getting a Jack Ryan um, three before I, it that? Doesn't, it doesn't say. Um, it's definitely a Jack Ryan spinoff series. So it's going to have uh, the action thriller is directed by Stefano Sol- Salima. Does it say it's a movie or a series? It's a series. Okay. Um, John Clark is a U.S. Navy SEAL who uncovers a conspiracy while trying to solve his wife's murder. So they're actually going to do his actual origin story, which is set way before John Ryan. And then you do a crossover. You possibly could, but you have to be much older. Uh, well, the you, novel you was written be, right. You, right. Well, the novel was written in in 1993. Um, so, I mean, if you ever read the books that show uh, Shooter was based no. on with Ryan Phillippe, the books no. are fantastic. The show wasn't that bad. Um, but the books are it's it's based around a Vietnam vet. Gotcha. And it's like they were they were great, and it, they actually even have uh, prequels that go into his dad. Uh-huh. That are based like in Havana back oh, in like nice. the forties and fifties, right? And his grandfather, mm. who was like a shit dude. It's, they're they're so good. Uh, I've read them in fifteen years, but Jamie Bell will be in this. Oh yeah, the guy who married Kate Martin. Yeah, Jody Turner Smith and Luke Mitchell. Um, and then it runs down a list of other movies and stuff. And nowhere on that list do I see Coming to America too. Is that going to Amazon? Yeah, they bought it. Oh, cool. They they ran the trailer for it back in December. Oh, all right. I remember they, the trailer because I liked, I enjoyed the trailer. They have a couple ah. things they bought, I thought. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. It's all going dark. There we go. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. oh no. well, they still think it's WandaVision spoilers. That's why. Oh, yeah. No, it's not WandaVision spoilers. <laughs> but anyway, um, that's it. That's all I had. That's all I got. Cool. I got nothing else for you. Um, I, there, is a, there was a bunch of Spider-Man stuff, but I'm going to save that to next week. Since we won't have two WandaVision shows, we'll just have one. And then there's a whole bunch of Spider-Man stuff that's slowly being leaked out. And Batwoman. Don't forget another episode of Batwoman. Uh, is there anything else starting? No. Never. No. There's no. never going to be another show that starts. <sighs> Disney Plus has something else starting soon, but I don't know. No, I don't know. They do? They might. I would recommend We Can Be Heroes, though, to anybody still watching uh, or listening. It, it, was, it was a lot of fun. That I'll definitely, I'll give that a shot. Also, um, um, for those that care, Anna de Armas and Ben Affleck did break up. Oh, is he going to get back with Jennifer? I don't know. I mean, as long as she doesn't continue to shit on his relationship with Kevin Smith, I'm good. Yeah. With them getting back together. Yeah. Because she seemed to be good for him. Next week, we will have an update on the Ben Affleck romance situation. That's but, good. Um, Maybe he'll go with Lauren Graham and we can tie him into the Gilmore. Oh, um, thank you everyone for dropping in on the first of the new show. Um, the podcast is going to take another, probably another week or two before it's actually up. Cause I have to resubmit this as a new show to uh, Apple. We're not going to do it under the same name. We're going to make this off on its own. Maybe. And hey, I just, uh, if you want to see where I'm going to be at, which hopefully will be more places soon, you can go to jackkidmusic.com. That way. And I'll have all of my, uh, all of my podcast links that I do and any shows coming up in live streams. And that will all be on there, but that'll link to all of my, uh, my places. So it's, uh, Matt, your, your view is very important. Your Matt. view is very important. All Everybody's of you. view is very important. We appreciate everybody for, for taking the trip with us. We do. Um, we do have a uh, Twitter and Instagram that actually work. 
Um, it is all geek spot news. If you Google that, uh, plug it into your Instagram or your Twitter, um, the nerd revolution radio Twitter just basically was changed over as was the Twitter page. So that sounds way easier to get to than nerd underscore rev underscore. O. it's still, <laughs> there's still dots because Twitter's weird with their names. So the Twitter handles like geek dot spot dot news. It's fine. Still much easier. Underscore. No, just kidding. Yeah. Um, but everywhere, anyway, thank you all. I'm going to go watch the flyers. Uh, I missed the first period. So I'm going to go watch oh. the flyers play Buffalo and, um, this will be up at, you know, as soon as I can get it through Apple, unless we decide cool. to just put it under the other banner. I'm not sure yet. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. And uh, I'll talk to you later. How do I, I never see you. This right. Listen to the cool new song. Oh yeah. We had a cool new intro song. I forgot to mention that. Oh, and yeah. Thanks to, thanks to uh, the turnstiles, AKA. Yes. For providing the song. It's a song called Just My Luck. You can find it on Spotify and Amazon and Apple, all those places. Yes. Do we know anybody uh, that played on that song? Yeah. Yeah. Yours, yours truly is on that song. Little bass action? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We'll Was mention that this the, the kickoff of the next show. Yes, we will. Bad, bad Frank. Bad <laughs> Frank. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for hanging out.